Hi guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. I'm joined by Isabel this week, and we talk about all things acting, social media, you know, perceptions of yourself on social media to maybe your friends back home if you're pursuing a career in entertainment or acting. I mean, I think it's very relatable that we've all had that one moment that we're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't post this on social media. So, you know, we kind of go all over the map talking about entertainment industry and, you know, what it's like to be a young adult actor in LA pursuing a career. So let's go to that episode. So you want to be an egg girl? Welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Today, I'm joined by Isabel from Data Week Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm oh so my excited. gosh. I'm so excited to have you here. So just tell us a little bit about you. What do you do? Sure. Yes. Yeah, I mean- Go on. I feel like we're on the same level of like, we do everything. Yeah. Like anything I can do, I'll try to do. Love that. So I have the podcast, Data Week the Podcast, and a blog, Data Week the blog, started as a blog, then a podcast. I'm an actor, stand-up comedian, podcaster, like whatever you wanted to say. I'll like arts it. and whatever. Creative person, mm-hmm. but yeah. Sketch, I, TikToking. Sketch, TikTok, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Is TikToking <laughs> a verb? I don't know. Yeah, we'll make it a verb. For today, TikTok-ing, very TikToking, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, all of it. I think I've tried to like dabble my way into every try to like now I'm hosting a show. So I love that. So when did you make the move to LA? So I, I went to Pepperdine and I, so that was in 2015. Great. That sounds like a really long time ago. Yeah. I mean, it was, I was 2014. Right. So is that seven years? We can't count. We can't count. We cannot, we cannot count it. We won't do that. And also we missed a whole year. So we missed a year. Yeah. That, that 2020 doesn't count. Doesn't it's a count. wash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, our careers d- doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're still, I'm still one year out of college. Oh, wow. Yeah. According no. to if the pandemic didn't happen. No, exactly. And that, yeah. that's a very different place from being two years out of college. I'm not going to lie. Right. It's, it is actually very different. One year, I think. Two year? I do think it's very different. Yeah. No, because you're like, you're like, stuff is supposed to be happening now, right? Right. But it's a hustle. It's a hustle. Yeah. So it's do you consider yourself an actor first? Yeah. Okay, great. So yeah. tell us about moving here. Yeah. Going to Pepperdine. Acting degree? Yeah. I was a okay. theater and media production major. I studied abroad in London doing acting there. I have always known that I wanted to be an actor mm-hmm. and my parents just never told me no. They were just like, yeah, that's that. your dream. Like, let's do it. I was hearing, this is so stupid. I was hearing Sean Mendez talk about how his parents were like so like radically supportive of him. Like he never hadn't, he was like, well, I'm always going to go for my dream. And I feel the same way. Like I, I was never told like, oh, you can't do it. And I was not a great actor. Like in high school. Oh yeah, me neither. <laughs> no, in high school I was bad mm-hmm. and a bad singer. And my parents never told me. Aww. I'm like, oh, I'm a great singer, like a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't dance and I can't sing. So not a triple threat. Uh, but my parents just never told me I wasn't. I mean, they still will tell you an incredible singer, incredible actor. I love that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm like radically supported by my family. So I, I remember like the impetus of, of it was that my sister was with her college roommate and they were in our car and I was just with them and they were talking about 
they're like, oh, well, so what are you going to do? Like, you're going to go to college? Like, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, I'm going to be an actor. And it was just so immediate. Like, I'm like, well, I guess that's it. You're committed. <laughs> yeah, I'm committed. So you moved from? Portland, Oregon. To? L.A. Well, Malibu. Malibu, L.A. Yeah. And how was that transition? Well, I love Malibu. You like, do? I, I actually love Malibu. It's a sleepy town. It's mm-hmm. no, Everyone's like, Malibu, Barbie, Nobu, but... Like, if you get down to it, like, everything closes by 8. Oh. So, it's not the college experience. Like, if you want, like, a state school and you want to party and, like, have a football team, like, that's not where you should that's go. That's not it, yeah. Yeah, I always love people who are like, I, oh, my gosh, like, there's all these credits and, like, there's no football team. I'm like, didn't you know that going in? Like, do your research. Sure. Uh, it's like, if you went to school in the East Coast and you're like, oh, it's cold. It's like, yeah. Yeah. In school at the East Coast, it's going to be cold. So, um, so yeah, I mean... I went there. I love Malibu and then moved to like West Hollywood right right after I graduated. And what was that a culture shock for you at all? Or were you like totally adjusted from Malibu to West Hollywood? No, from Oregon to Malibu. Oh, yeah. No, it was all different. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) even the a lot of people come from Texas Mm. or California. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I was kind of one of the only Portland people. I love being from Portland. I love Portland. Like it's what's the stereotype of people from Portland? I mean, I think like the Portlandia, like everyone's a hippie, mm-hmm. dippy, like, you know, they love their weed and everything, but I That's mean- not that different. Yeah. <laughs> also California. Um, no. So, I mean, but I grew up in, I, I didn't grow up in the city of Portland. I grew mm-hmm. outside of it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to flex on you. I'm eighth generation Oregonian. Wow. So like my Oregon roots are deep. Mm-hmm. And so my whole family is there. It's like, I mean, I, and I love it there. I love my family. I'm super close to them. So- Every time I go back, I'm just happy to be there. I love that. Yeah. So talk, let's talk about you're in college. Yeah. What are the people like? Is it, I don't know, for me. Yeah. It was like this. We all showed up. We all have, I call it a varsity complex. Like we're from JV towns and some people are from California and yeah. we all show up to college and, you know, like on some level, we're all like a little clout chasey. Right. A little, you know, everyone's talented. Everyone's an actor, singer, dancer influencer was that how was that for you was that the same yeah I mean I remember like going into college and then having all these beautiful women yeah what is that like did every beautiful person come to California it's Mm -hmm. actually very rude and I wasn't ready I was like I I did rush and um I was like oh no I only have one skirt like I just was not prepared also I think coming from Oregon I come from a very down-to-earth family like Mm -hmm. I like barely wore makeup. So, I mean, like going into this thing where like people had makeup and dresses and heels, I was like, it's like too much for me. Wow. Um, I wore like my graduation dress for Rush. I was just like, what is happening? So, I mean, that was a culture shock. But in our theater program, a theater is so crazy because a lot of people come in being the best in their totally. Class. Like not a lot of people after high school pursue theater. Yeah. And go to college. I mean, a lot of people don't know, you know this that um you have to audition for theater programs. Right. So so you already are narrowed in by that. So you have to be kind of I mean, I don't know. I don't Pepperdine's not the best place to go for theater. It was just kind of where I got in and I loved it. I love the school. So but everyone's kind of at the top of their class. And mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, now I'm with talented people, not only in my class, but three years above me, mm-hmm. just killing it, knowing exactly what to do and what to say. I remember going into my first 
audition at Pepperdine and I just didn't prepare. Like, oh, good. I didn't prepare. I like barely read the sides and I was like, well, I guess we're just going in. Like, this yeah. is what we do. And I was like, oh, I didn't even, I didn't read the play. I didn't do any character work. I, yeah, barely read the sides. And I was like, oh, so that is not what to do. Yeah. And everyone else was like memorized and like, and like they should Like be. even the freshmen? Oh yeah. I, I So it was just you. It was just, I mean, I think I sat in on a lot of uh, auditions afterwards. Like I would go and help, um, like do reading for auditions after I graduated. And uh, I mean, a lot of the freshmen are like, don't really know what they're doing. Sure. Which is totally understandable. You're a freshman. You don't know. Uh, so I mean, that was kind of a shock, but were kids already like actors working? Yeah. Some of them were. Um, yeah. Fuck. That intimidates the fuck out of me. I was like, I have nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I have my high school theater credits. Yeah, me too. I did too. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> like, had done a, a little bit of stand in work and a little bit of extra work. Love and it. that is it. I was like, I've been on a set. Like, I'm some I, big shit walking in here. <laughs> there was like an HBO show that filmed in Portland. I was like, the craft services. So, like, yeah. This is what luxury is. Uh, so, Your credentials were high. Yeah. Mm. I was, ex- yeah, exactly. And then people are like in national commercials. Right. And one of our girls got a lead in like a Fox show, like during one of our shows. I mean, it was crazy. I was like, oh, wow. I am not on a, l- I mean, some of us were on the same level. Sure. I'm like, oh, I'm so lost. No, you then you're suddenly thrown into people with people who've been doing this professionally exactly. since they were, you know, an infant. And I had just like done a couple high school auditions. Right. And, like I'd always gone to into the musical, you know. Yeah. Like that was, you know, they we had like 90 people in our musicals. Like if you took a tap lesson and it was a tap show, you were in the show. You're in. You're in. So you own a pair of tap shoes, you're in. You're in. Yeah. No, and exactly. I and I do. I still own mine. I'm sure I you, do too. You have yeah. jazz shoes. I, they're all in that drawer. Yeah. <laughs> in my closet. Yeah, very good. Yeah. So situation at college, I don't know. Is there like what's the deal with social media like in college? What is what is the feel? I mean, it's so funny because I've always been bad at social like bad at social media. Uh-huh. I've never I've never subscribed to like an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I still don't. I don't get it. Like I okay. don't understand. And I post every month still. Like, I am not good at it. I love- You post once a month? Is that what you- Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. No, it's unacceptable. I, it, I cannot- Are we talking about Instagram? Yeah. Okay, good. One one post a month. Yeah, one- Yeah, to be honest, I'm probably not much different. Yeah, I'm just- I mean, my other platforms where I'm, like, hosting shows and, like, doing my podcast, I'm posting, like, every other day. Right. But on my normal Instagram, where I should really be investing my time, like, for mm-hmm. my actor persona, I have, like, zero posts, and they're all from, like, Portland, Oregon. Um, they're like, who is this woman? So, I mean, in college, I think social media, I wasn't paying attention to it very much. Mm-hmm. I had to post things for my sorority. Mm-hmm. Um so I was like, oh, okay, we'll post this thing. But I've never been that into it. I mean, I think it's such a horrible thing for actors to be on social. I mean, it sucks because you see still now I have to like mute people that are. Becoming, Go off about that. Like I am so here to support everyone. Like you live your truth. You do your thing. Like I'm so happy that people are being successful. I just can't look at it. Yeah. It like it's too much sometimes for me because I'm like. I'm in my, I need to stay in my lane. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing it. I'm putting in the work. I'm hustling. I'm doing everything I can. And when someone books something, I'm like, oh, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I've done nothing with my life, which is not true. Sure. Right. We're not our credits. No, exactly. And 
I, right out of college, I booked a big commercial Love for that. Airheads. Oh, and iconic. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> I head blew up. It was, it was awesome. Uh, that will be attached to this. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Go and look at it. It's awesome. No, I loved it. And they keep renewing it. It's great. People still see Love it. Love that. So it was amazing to be booked right out of college. Mm-hmm. I was like on a high from it, basically. And I was like thinking if I was another girl in my class and I hadn't booked anything, I would be so sad seeing my post that I had just booked something. Well, at least though, you have the self-awareness. Right. I was Some like, people don't. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I felt sad for those people, but happy for myself. Like, that's probably weird, a weird thing to say. But, and then I haven't booked anything in like a year and a half. Like, it's so crazy because... I remember going into college, like one of my professors was like, well, for commercials, like you'll go on a hundred auditions and book one. I'm like, yeah, not me. (laughs) And like, I have a log and it's been a hundred auditions and I booked one. Like, it's crazy. It was just the first one. It was just, it was one of the first 10. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But I mean, I actually did recently book a commercial and then I was cut from it. So congrats. But yeah, yeah, I do know. I was happy to be there. Yeah. So I want to go back to, you talked about you'll mute people. Are you a big muter unfollower on Instagram? How do you manage your mindset around Instagram? I don't unfollow people. Like, oh, I mean, um, well, that's not exactly true if they haven't posted. <laughs> so I take back everything I said. No, um, if they haven't posted in a long time and I'm just like trying to like do a numbers mm-hmm. game and kind of get like, you know what I'm talking sure. about. Sure. So you look at your numbers. I do look at my numbers and I have like not a following. Like, yeah, me neither. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I look at it a little bit and like people from high school that I haven't talked to in like five years, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you know, I don't really need to keep up with what you're doing. Sure. Um, But I do mute people on... Instagram because I just think it's healthier for myself Mm -hmm. to stay in my lane. Like I said, like it is such a mentally taxing like thing to be an actor. It's Mm -hmm. so mentally taxing. I mean, you're putting yourself out there all the time. You're going on auditions. You'll never hear if you don't get it. Like it is just so hard. And so I'm like everything I can do to keep myself in line and keep Mm -hmm. myself on track and stay positive. I'm going to do. Yeah. And if that's muting people who are successful, I don't, necessarily think that's a bad thing like i'm no, happy yeah i'm happy for those people and i want them to do well like i i totally believe in that if you are like you rise with the people you're with totally like you build each other up i'm so happy to do things for people and i want them to do things for me mm-hmm. but like at a certain point i'm like okay this is unhealthy for me now because i'm just hyper aware of other people in my same kind of category of like just starting out have mm-hmm. a couple credits I'm trying to build this. Yeah, thing. I call it the draft. We're being drafted. <laughs> like Absolutely. we got the varsity complex, which it's a requirement to be here. Have to be. And then you're kind of like you're gonna be in the NFL. I don't know why I picked NFL, but like right. NFL. So we're like kind of like I know drafted. Zero football references. Just okay, so you know. we're like, benched. Okay. We're benched. Yeah. So you're in Perfect. like a, you're there. Like you are prepared and ready. But yeah. like you know, yeah, I call it the draft. I, stage. Yeah, I think it's I. I've heard a lot about like opportunity meets talent meets luck kind of like I also think your looks play a little into it like when your body kind of lines up with like who you are as a person oh yeah yeah I mean I think I think looks are so much bigger of a deal than we think Mm -hmm. and I don't and we don't mean attractiveness no 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 we mean your type oh like literally your type yeah I, I think actually some of the most successful people I know right now are like not necessarily attractive in in the like you know Ken doll way right but they're so specific to their type they know their type so well 
that they just keep booking and booking because they're mm. looking for that. People are looking for that type. Like if you're totally. looking for the burly guy who could be a lumberjack, like I know him mm-hmm. and he's not the cutest guy, but he's so specific to what he knows. But I mean, I'm kind of a generic white girl. Like I'm, I'm a young, I mean, my, my agent pitches me as like a, um, a young Pam Beasley. Okay. From the office. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Right. Yeah. I really like a quirky You do look like Jenna yeah. Fisher in a way. Yeah. Which is great because I actually love her too. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, so, and I'm so happy with that. Like, I know I'm not going to be the bombshell. That's never going to be me. And I actually don't feel comfortable playing the bombshell. Like, mm-hmm. I don't love wearing swimsuits, but I love being like having a quirky, like, collared shirt. Like, give me all the collared shirts and the mm-hmm. weird sneakers. Like, that's who I love. Love to that. Be. Yeah. And I think my personality is that way too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very quirky and, you know, funny and self deprecating. So I think it works with what I'm putting out there. Mm-hmm. But, you have to be so true to, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced the same thing. You do have to be so true to yourself, almost to the point that you have to put the stuff you don't like about yourself out there. A hundred percent. And you have to take it. Like the yeah. first, I talk about this all the time. People are probably so sick of hearing this, but the first time somebody told me I was neurotic, I bawled my eyes out. Uh-huh. And now it's probably my number one thing I auditioned for. No way. Yeah. I In college, in college, seeing we're talking about college choice. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had a teacher tell me two things, which one is really funny. He was like, I don't think you're very motherly at all, which is hilarious because I, I actually am kind of motherly. <laughs> um, I don't, maybe not. Maybe a motherly person doesn't say that. I don't know. And then he told me I was kind of like neurotic. Uh-huh. Tears. Right. Bawling. Sure. Panic attack. Whole class. The whole thing. Call mom. Yeah. yeah. Call mom for sure. Yeah. Breakdown. Uh, like neurotic people are ugly, whatever, blah, blah, right. blah. I can't do this. Like I'm never going to make it. Whatever. Yeah. Neurotic people don't book TV. Neurotic people do book TV all, oh, all the time. All but the yeah, time. bald. So like you almost then on top of it have to put your not cute things out oh, first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was so funny because um, someone recently said I was doing an improv show. Mm-hmm. Oh, th- that's another thing added to the list. Yep. Let's keep going um, with yep. that. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to keep adding new things that I do. Uh, so I was in an improv show. I, I did an, an alumni show for my college mm-hmm. when I was on my college team. So she she was going around to everyone and saying what they she really liked about them after our show. We did. Uh-huh. And all she said to me was like, Isabel, eyebrows. Cause I'm so <laughs> expressive with my eyebrows. Like uh-huh. I also, it's so bad. It, you can tell exactly what I think about a person. Like, me too. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. It gets it, you in trouble. Oh, it got me in trouble so much. You almost can't lie. No, no, I can't yeah. lie. I can't lie. Like, uh, I love it. My sisters are always asking me opinions about what mm. they're wearing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. holding I'm it in, holding it in. Mm-hmm. And so when she said is about eyebrows, I was like, I could really don't like that comment. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to be known for my eyebrows, but I am like, I am so expressive. Like that's what makes me different. Mm-hmm. And I think also you're going to get cast because you're the best person person for that role. Mm-hmm. Like you're the best person that can do that. You're the only person that can do that the best the, mm-hmm. to that extent. So I want to be the best at what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And if that's being like a quirky receptionist and not a bombshell, great. Like I don't want to go up against the bombshells. Like that's not my... I won't book it. No, yeah. I will not book it. It's like people that are... I was doing a bunch of short film auditions when I was getting started, like for USC, UCLA, and they wanted me to keep playing like a foster kid, like down on their luck pregnant. And I would always audition for them. And I'm like, this is not me. Like, I just can't play 
a young pregnant woman. Mm -hmm. Like it just doesn't ring true. And also I've had a very, you know, like sheltered life. So I can't like play a homeless teenager down on their luck. Who's pregnant. Like it just Mm -hmm. doesn't, it doesn't look right on my face. It's going to come off unauthentic. Uh, Totally. Yeah. Get someone else who can do that. There are so many people who that isn't their story, right? but they're great actors like that. I'm more of a comedic person. Like I don't put me in the like, like just lost their child category. Like that's just not me. It's never going to be me. So I'm happy to like lean into the things I'm good at Mm -hmm. rather than like try and reach for these crazy and I'll still audition for all of them. I never say no to an audition. Love that. It's like they want me to be nude. I'm like, nah. Um, I'm like, for the right thing, yes. Yes. For but an for HBO anything, show? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you <laughs> can get me naked. But for like a student film, I'm like, mm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, you're just college age. Not going to happen. I'm like, does it need to be in the script? No. And if not, then no. Then it's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. But uh, yeah, it was so funny when I was signing like a f- something for my agent, they were like, oh, will you do nudity? And I was talking to my, like one of my best friends who's my yeah. agent's assistant. And I was like, I will, but for HBO. Like, and like, that that's clear? it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, did you write that? I said, I said, um, like, I won't do it unless... Like, unless it's a big opportunity. Yeah. Like, and no student films. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, not. absolutely wouldn't do it. And also no one wants to see me do. Like, they don't want to see the receptionist nude. And I, I mean, it. someone does. I mean, someone, unfortunately. Unfortunately, <laughs> there is a niche for that. There's a niche for that. <laughs> but I don't want to be a part of it. I agree. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the landscape of social media, like, comedy sketch world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's get into that. That's Feelings so- about that. Yeah. It's so funny because I am such a fan of stories, Instagram mm-hmm. stories, and reposting stories and everything. And but I, like I said, I can't post anything on my feed for some reason. It's yeah. just this mental thing. I'm like, I told this to you, but I think about what high school people are thinking about me. Yeah, grade school think people are thinking about me. Go into that. So. I am like a comedic person. I've always been, but in high school, I wasn't like the class clown. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could always make people laugh. I think that's something that I've always been able to do. I've always wanted to make my family laugh. Like mm-hmm. that's, you know, I'm kind of like the jokester of my family, but in in high school, like you still want to get asked to dances. Like you want to get asked yes. to dances. You want to be attractive to boys. So I was never the like high schooler that was you know, crazy in costumes and, you know, or just, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't feel comfortable doing that. There's something about particularly women too in comedy in high school. It seems like it's not cute. Oh, it's not cute. Which is like sad. Why do high schoolers, I mean, I felt the same way. Like, yeah, I would make eccentric because I'm pretty eccentric too. That's probably the second type I go out for. Right. Make jokes that like nobody would understand and stares. Yeah. It's funny because I feel like I adapted to being an introvert. Like, Mm. and my comedy was really understood by like people right next to me in class. Okay. Like I would joke so much to those people, but not really to the whole class. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't comfortable. I was still trying to get a boyfriend and, you know, attractive. (laughs) And so I wasn't going to, I mean, some people from my high school have anyone ever listens to this from my high school are going to be like, nah, you were weird. And I do think I was like kind of a weird girl, but I was mainly to the people next to me and my friends like mm-hmm. that I was weird too. And eventually when I got to a senior, I just like, I was like, never mind. I don't care about any of this stuff. And I was sure. like a drama club officer. 
And oh my god, just, me too. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh my god, love it. I was VP. <laughs> I was president. Great. I was president of the state too. Not to flex, you know. No, you're flexing. And no, I I'm flexing it. a little bit. It yeah. was my one big like high school <laughs> shit. That's okay. And yeah. I, I appreciate it and love it. Thank I you. Thespian. Um, were you in the Thespian Society? Oh yeah, yeah I was same. literally an STO. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, very into it. Like, I think I had the highest hours in the state. Okay. You know, just flexing. (laughs) Like, you know. I don't think anyone will appreciate that as much as I do. Wow. I haven't seen somebody appreciate that in years. I love it. Did use it on every single college app. Absolutely. You have to. I still have my thespian card. Um, Me too. Okay, cool. (laughs) Good talk. Yeah, we're weird. Back Uh, to social media. Yeah, back to social media. No, um... Oh, I, dr- I dressed up when I was in high school for, like, drama club. Like, uh-huh. I would dress up as an old lady because that's when I just started not caring, caring as much. But, yeah, I mean, I think there's always been something to me that's, like, funny and outgoing. But I still am – when I post on social media, I'm like, what do these people think of me? Yeah. Like, what do these men think of me? Which is so annoying and weird. But I started doing, like, TikTok um, over quarantine. Okay. And I would, it was based off my day to week thing where I was doing the guys mm-hmm. side and I have all these wigs and I would do the guy side and then I would do the girl side on a date basically. Yeah. I'd just do date TikToks of sketch stuff. And I would never post it on my main Instagram mm-hmm. because when you're on TikTok, you can get an audience of people you'll never know. Well, that's the funniest thing because people think it's hidden. Right. Like your TikTok secret. Yeah. But, like, it, it's public. It's public. Yeah. yeah. People absolutely can find it. It's on my link tree now. Like well, can- also, does, I don't know if this is just me. Do your contacts sync to your TikTok? No. I get, like, is a contact. Like, you know, so people who are in my con. So, like, uh-huh. if someone has your phone number. Okay. It might come up. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm Not to pop your bubble. Okay, good. Keep going know. on it. But, you know. Great to know. But, yeah, people think they're hidden on TikTok. Yeah. Doing whatever they want. Exactly. Which is not true. And I'm okay with some sort of that, but not, like, the popular guys from my high school. Like, what is that? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Do you know why? I mean, I think there's still, like, this, like, little girl in me that wants their affection and love. And <sighs> even though they're... Like, I will never contact them again. Also, like, you thought they were so hot in the moment, and now they're not. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not hot. They were hot. Yeah. They were hot, but now. For your tiny pool. For, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> my tiny, itty-bitty Portland pool. Mm-hmm. Um, even, like, people from my grade school that I used to slow dance with, I'm like, oh. what is he going to say? Which is just crazy. I think I just think it's, like, kind of that um, childhood you know, loves and mm-hmm. all those things that still are so implanted in your memory. Totally. Like, so, like, I still remem- remember dancing to Halo in eighth grade with this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, what does Halo guy think of this? And which is just insane because there's so many more things in my life that are, mean so much more. Mm-hmm. But it's that pressure of, like, putting your full authentic self out on mm-hmm. social media that I just am not totally comfortable with yet. Do you worry that people are like making fun of it? Oh, I, I would make fun of me. Like, oh, go, I mean, go off. <laughs> I mean, I think when someone is so like extrovert, I mean, I'm, I'm not an extrovert actually, but I'm so public. You could have fooled me. Yeah, <laughs> right? Um, I'm so public with things that I do. Like, mm-hmm. I, And I'm trying to gain social media followings on podcasts and blogs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's like I have five Instagram accounts. Like I'm maxed out on my – like I can't add another one right now. No. <laughs> um, and I actually need to. So <laughs> we'll figure that out. But I have so many things that I'm trying to promote and mm-hmm. get traction on because I actually feel like 
the content is really good and I think people would enjoy it. So I'm trying to get more, you know, followers and listeners or whatever. Mm -hmm. And to do that, I think I have to promote it on my regular page, you do. which I do, mm -hmm. but it's, so there's a certain amount of being an actor. You have to be like public and okay with things. Yeah. But I don't think as an actor, you've totally signed up to be criticized. Like, sure. For everything. I, I don't think that was part of like what I wanted to do. Like I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to, you know, like do Stanislavski and weird stuff like that and, mm -hmm. you know, get really weird into movement. Like, that's mm -hmm. what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be, like, a social media person, but it's such a part of this... Part of the game. Yeah, it's such a part of the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, some actors that have already been established don't have to do that. Like, totally. I don't think Emily Blunt has a social media page, and good for her. Yeah, I'm, like, Scarlett Johansson does not have an Instagram. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Love that. Not me, because... I'm not Scarlett Johansson. Well, me neither, but I can dream. Right. We can we can always dream. Can I love dream. Emily Blunt. Huge fan. Okay, I love Scarlett. I'm Scarlett Johansson Scar is my Scar moment. Well, I, I do like Emily. Okay. Yeah. So there Scar you go. Just. Yeah, they're great move. Yeah. I'm I know. Good for him. Yeah. Uh big come up. Yeah. <laughs> really good for him. Uh but I mean, those people don't have to do it. Right. But it's like such a part of I mean, you know, like we see things like how many social media followers do you have? Right. Like that's a very real thing that mm -hmm. I'm like, I feel weird saying 1400. It's like. Oh, I know. I write K just to make it sound like I have more. <laughs> oh, good like I don't write the, out the zeros. I put just one point like four or 3K. Yeah. Amazing. So it looks, if you don't know or you're going quickly, maybe right. you don't know. Like the K means a lot. Like I've got, I'm stacked. You have K. Yeah. <laughs> you have K in the name. Yeah. So that's a great hack. Yeah. Take that tip. Yeah. Everyone take that tip. <laughs> you know, uh, that's the one thing that will come out of this podcast. Yeah. That people are like, I uh, needed to know that. There you go. Uh, but it is weird. They want, yeah, it's weird. They want like 10,000 followers up. And I'm like, well, I didn't really sign up mm -hmm. for 10,000 followers. Like the people that follow me, I think there are some people that really like the content I'm putting out. Mm -hmm. Obviously my family, they love it. <laughs> like they're yeah. like, oh, look at our girl. She's totally. doing it. And I'm sure some people are really annoyed with how much I put out on my, and I'm totally okay with that too. And how much do you put out on TikTok? Oh, TikTok. I'm, yes. I like put a pause on, but I was putting it so much. Were like, you really working it? Yeah, I was. It was like a full-time job also. Tell us about that. It, I mean, so when I was doing sketches, I was filming three a day. Mm -hmm. And then – but then you have to edit it. And I also I also wrote all of it. So mm -hmm. I wrote all of it. I like, like looked for costumes. I went to Goodwill. I went to wig places. And then you write it and then you have to film it. And you're spending all your own money. Uh, of course. Uh-huh. All the own money that I don't have. And then I also was – yeah, writing it, filming it, editing it, posting it, then reposting it and commenting on people's comments. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I mean, I, I I heard on a podcast recently, it's like you need at least $10,000 to start acting in LA. Yeah, that's no, I, I literally know way more. where you got that. And yes, if not way more. Yeah, because yes. it's so, so, I mean, to be an actor, you have to love it. Yeah. You can't just be, I mean... There's continual act, I mean, um, acting classes. And mm -hmm. now I'm doing all this stuff that I'm investing my own money in, like my podcast and just for the hopes of like really being an actor, totally. you know? And, and I want people to enjoy and I love making the content. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite part of it. I love doing the podcast and writing the blog and posting a show. It's the social media I hate. Mm -hmm. I hate it. I hate posting. Like for some reason, 
the whole like posting on Instagram and like getting the caption and like tagging the people. I just hate. What do you think about it? What do you think that it is about it that like, I is honestly like cringe? Think, I, I it all feels cringe to me. Like figuring out hashtags. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> like I don't know what to hashtag. Mm-hmm. But also, it's the it's the whole process of like even pressing post. I wish I could just do it on my computer because for some reason on my can phone, you? I have no idea. No, I can't. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. If someone knows, hit let us up. Me know. I think there's like this weird like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to try to describe it and not sound completely like a narcissist. There's this weird whole bit of social media, especially as an actor. I think that when you put it out, you're kind of like, hey, look at me. That is like so... Mm. Self-promotional. Yeah, self-promotional. And like I totally... I worry so much as much as I hate to fucking admit this, that, you know, people back home are like, what the fuck are you smoking? Like, what are you doing? You're in yeah. your mid twenties and right. like, you're still doing this. Like, I know, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> do you ever check your insights to see how many? No, I can't. Okay. That. I might say, I'm going to say it, but like, just like, forget it. I check my photos and stuff to see how many times people have sent it. And messages, and I'm like, all right, who's talking shit? Like, you know, I know it's like horrible for the mental no. health. Yeah, just oh, take I those insights that. off. Yeah, so I do worry about it. I mean, I know plenty of other girls who, I mean, I'm sure there's some guys who worry about it too, but that do it too, you know, like, or like you post a picture and you're like, why does this one photo have so many sends? Right. You know, you're like, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it, like, so many people I know are doing real estate. And mm-hmm. back at home and mm-hmm. awesome for them. Like my dad's in industrial real estate. Like I- I'm happy for you. And I've just decided to do something really hard mm-hmm. and had the support to do it and just went full, you know, mm-hmm. and, but because of that, I think some people will always kind of wonder about their dreams, maybe mm-hmm. like what they could have done. Whether it was like, oh, I could have been in the NFL and then I went to college for marketing, mm-hmm. which nothing bad about marketing. That's a no. amazing, useful tool. Um, but I think some people will be, I don't want to say jealous because I don't think anyone should be jealous of what I'm doing or like, but they're like, oh, wow, she's really going for it. Mm-hmm. But there's a part of them that's like, well, what happened? Why didn't I do it or something? Mm-hmm. And and then it's easier to make fun of that. Mm-hmm. It's easier to be like, oh, look what she's doing. Like, that's so stupid. Or like, she's hosting a show or, you know, or she's posting weird TikToks. It's like, well, look at her. That's kind of weird. Whereas I think if they had maybe gone for their stuff or had the support and mm-hmm. stuff, maybe they wouldn't feel that way because people that are going for their dreams and hustling get it. Like, yeah. I get what you're doing. I get what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. We've had a lot of weird similarities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so hard. Like, and we, I don't, see any actors post that post like if they got something and I'm like, wow, that's stupid. And I wish they wouldn't post that. I'm like, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. I'm glad they're doing it. Do I also mute them? Yes. And you have to mute them. And I'm like, it's <laughs> been real great. I do want to know. I don't want to unfollow you because I want to tab on you, but like yeah. on some level for my own self, oh. like I can't. It's self-preservation out here. I'm on a hard mute. Oh yeah. Gain right now. No, you have to preserve your mental health. Right. You, have you to can't pre- drain the battery. No, no, no. And, and I'm already running on empty. Like I'm burning the candle at both ends always. Mm -hmm. So if I get on my phone and I see things that are like upsetting to me, well, then I just lost whatever five minutes of my life. I'm never going to get back of sadness. Mm -hmm. And those add up. Oh, 
A hundred percent. Yeah. Everything on social media adds up. Like the posting adds up, the viewing adds up. And like, I'm not posting that much and yet I'm still on my phone all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it about that too? I have no idea. That sucks. You know, you feel the same. Yeah. Oh yeah. I look at the hours, you know, and I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, like, how did that happen? I'm like, uh, I didn't, I wasn't on that long. No. I didn't do anything. Well, and then I'm also, I mean, y- you've honestly beat me in this one, but like, I'm very aware of like, you're either a consumer of content or you're mm. a content creator. Yeah. And I want to be on the content side. Right. But to be completely honest on some level, especially with social, not so much a podcast side. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling my weight. Right. You know, I'm like, I'm a consumer. Yeah. And that's not what I want. So like, I really do try to pull myself off. Cause I also think it drains your own creativity ideas. Like I see so many people do the same tech. Like I get it. Trends are a thing. We should all do the same TikTok. whatever. Right. I, I get that. Yeah. But it's like the, you know, not trending stuff. And then I see people just, you know, similar sketches. Right. So, and I'm like, I'm like, did you come up with that? Or did you see someone's tweak it, make it your own? Which there's this weird thing about TikTok. I'm like, is that okay? I know. I, I think I would feel really hurt if someone yeah. would be like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't sign up for that. Like, mm-hmm. to have someone recreate my stuff. And I mean, I know like, uh, what is it is like most sincere form of flattery? Like, yeah. Co- what is it? Copying? Oh God. Copying is like the most sincere form of flattery. Yeah. Or, something like that. Or, yeah. um, yeah. Anyways, like, someone will know and be like, who are you? That's it. You know? Yeah. Um, and I get that, but I also, I am, I love creating my own stuff. Like I love mm-hmm. writing for myself and like writing sketches and everything. I, I would, feel so uncomfortable posting someone else's like knowing that it was someone else's stuff that I was posting. Cause you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, you sleep in the bed, bed you make. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've always tried to be really authentic to what I'm doing, but people get views that way. Mm-hmm. Like people get major views. So that like, way. which one is it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't figured it out. Yeah. Because I, I'm also a consumer, especially on TikTok. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can waste a whole day on TikTok. Everyone can. It's like the oh, yeah. most addicting app ever. And I'm not creating as much. And I have this like anxiety in me about not creating on TikTok. Oh like, my God. My stomach churns a little bit when I think about it because I was creating so much and then got like 2 million views on something. And I was so excited. And then Oh yeah, we're talking about the Creators Fund. Uh-huh. Um, and if people don't know about the Creators Fund on TikTok, it's like when you get 10,000 followers on TikTok and you have to meet a certain amount of posting and um, yeah, a certain amount of views. And mm-hmm. then you get to make money on the videos that you post. Okay. But this has been the experience for me and a lot of people I've talked to is that once you join the Creators Fund, TikTok starts taking away your views mm-hmm. because then you make money. Mm-hmm. So they want to get you less views I think if you're in this kind of certain percentile, right, of like the 10,000 people, like I just got 10,000 followers, mm-hmm. um, you know, well, several months ago, but I had just gotten it and then I joined the Creators Fund. Okay. And and how do they even approach you about this? You don't. You have to apply for it. Okay. Yeah. People just, once they hit 10,000, I think it's kind of maybe comes up or something mm-hmm. or you just kind of know about it. Okay. Um, And some of those top percentile people like Charlie D'Amelio and like- They crush it. They crush it and they are making so much money, but that's because they're in like the top percent of it. But other people are fighting for their views and they're posting all the time. Like I was, you know, got like 20,000. I mean, I got um, a video that kind of blew up, had 2 million views. Mm -hmm. And then I had like 300,000 views and 100,000. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and that kind of stuff added up. But then once I joined the Creators Fund, like a thousand views- and I had 10,000 followers and I was like, or even 500 views and 30 likes. And I'm yeah. like, well, then there's no 
then I don't want to make anything anymore because now it's no discouraging. one's. Yeah, it's so discouraging. Yeah. So I like shut myself down when that happened, and now I'm like, well, what's my next thing on TikTok? Because mm-hmm. I think it's one of the ways that people can be successful as an actor or an influencer is going on TikTok, mm-hmm. and because I think it's the one place you can really gain a following. I do too. Without knowing the person, totally. Like on Instagram, I think that's almost impossible now. I'm Without- probably the one person who still like follows Thanks. those people, but like, yeah, but I'm like of an old mindset at this point with yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think once you familiarize yourself on TikTok with them, then you might follow, follow them. But like TikTok is such a person, like hole into that person's personality. Mm-hmm. Like I think about Victoria Paris. I have or- no idea what that is. Okay. But sure. All these people who are basically posting just about their daily life. Uh huh. And then they're interesting enough that people follow them. Sure. But I was creating content that was written and recorded. Right. Like is what you want to do. Exactly. Like not like this is my yogurt. Right. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Great example. (laughs) Or a PR haul. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, you will never catch me doing that. I, I can't do it. You don't want to watch no me try. no one's sending me anything. So. Nobody wants to watch me try on clothing because, like, I will oh, no. have a horrible reaction. No. <laughs> like, I'll be like, eh, I like it. I don't. Right. Also, I won't show you the right things. Anyways, we digress. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not the right person for that. So I know my lane is not mm-hmm. that. But what is my lane now? Like, I want to have kind of like a resurgence of my TikTok. But what do I do that's interesting and engaging and funny, but also might get them interested in my Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like we are navigating such a crazy world with acting during our time Mm -hmm. because it's so much more self-starting yeah, and hustling. And I mean, I think acting has always kind of been hustling. Like you're always fighting for your next job and wondering when it's coming. But if you're like us who are young and just starting out, we're in the draft. Yeah. Like we have to do our own things. You have to. I think if you're not, I think if you're, an actor and you're like have a daytime job and you're just waiting and you're for waiting auditions. for Hollywood to find you good fucking luck yeah it's not yeah. gonna happen it, it just won't happen that way I don't think no I mean like gone are the days of someone finding you in a coffee shop oh my god I always say gone are the days of finding you in people at the grocery store so yes exactly. very similar yeah. yeah exactly it's like it's that's so not far happening gone. anymore maybe once in a while there's like someone amazing for that yeah you must but like you probably have to be like fuck me hot like right. you know like insane <laughs> Um, and, and then also like weirdly like artistically just so naturally like talented or whatever but right. like that's very far gone yeah so yes I agree that all these platforms are so much about like the self-start like that is the company it's, I know it's weird like you're your own brand like right. I hate the fact that I'm my own brand right and then I go back and I think about the kids that I grew up with and, and you know they're probably like what are you doing I know like, well, I, I mean, I always feel that anxiety of like the people in my college who are now buying their own house. Yeah. I'm like, well, how did that happen? Sure. Like, how does anyone have money? I'm always like, how does anyone have money? I mean, but they're selling houses and mm-hmm. getting money. And like, I think that's amazing. And they're probably hustling in their own sense. And I don't know that. Mm-hmm. And they're doing their own thing and great for them. But we've just chosen a path that a lot of people don't make it. And so... I think you have to create your own opportunities. I've always thought that, though. I've I always do too. thought when I was in college and I didn't get cast in a show, I always get one day to mourn. Mm-hmm. Like that was the most helpful piece of advice anyone's ever given me. Yeah. Like my first day of college, the teachers were giving like advice, mm-hmm. and one of my teachers said, "You get one day to mourn, and then stop it." Like, yeah, move there, on. Move on. Like, I I don't mourn any audition that I don't get anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I do mourn if I was pinned mm-hmm. or if I was cast and it falls through. Sure. I get sad about that because then I gave myself hope. Yeah. I was like, totally. Well, if, you know, I auditioned for Netflix and HBO and whatever. Mm-hmm. And if I don't get it, I'm like, you know, well, I wasn't even in the running. Well, yeah. whatever. Maybe they didn't even see my tape. Who knows? But if I got pinned for it mm-hmm. and they were like, and I got a call back or something, then I get kind of sad. But you get one day to mourn and that's and I have, like, when I was in college and I didn't get in a show that I was really excited about, give yourself one day to more and get ice cream. Mm-hmm. Like, or Frappuccino. I always, like, I used to struggle a lot more with just auditioning. So I'd mm-hmm. always be like, okay, after this is done, I have plans. Yeah. Well, I still, yeah. I mean, I still think there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Like, especially now or when I was going to the audition, not yeah. like a self-tape. Self-tape's like, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. sure. know, do it. But if I was going to an audition, like, spending my day there, like, you know – Money mm-hmm. parking, this whole thing. And I afterwards I would like get myself a Frappuccino. Like that was yes. my treat. But um yeah, so I get one day to mourn and then I was like, well, now what can I do? Mm-hmm. Now it's time for me to hustle. Like, oh, I'll be in a short film at my college. Mm-hmm. Or I'll um start doing more improv. All or right. let's film sketches. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no sense in me just sitting on my ass and being sad that I wasn't in a show. Totally. I mean uh, my parents and like grandparents are still sad about shows that I didn't get cast in Aww. high school. In high school, that's a very. Let sweet. me tell you though, my parents are like, get over it, right? <laughs> See, they're still mad, <laughs> which is funny because it was Nina in in the Heights. Okay, yes, and I'm white, so I, I was cast in it still, uh-huh. but they're still sad about it. Anyways, like you get, I think I think you get one day to mourn, and you should be honest about that. And mm-hmm. like, it's sad. Like we are doing something very hard, right? And you put yourself out there, and you invest time in it, and then you don't get it, and that's devastating sometimes. Totally. So I get it, but you know, then you move on. Like mm-hmm. you have to move on. I think that's why it's so important to have like side projects, like you know, be the podcast, your your TikTok, your whatever. Yeah. You know, like something. I remember my, I call this is why I say your first year out of college is really different than your second year out of college. My first year out of college, like pursuing acting full time, whatever you're going for it. After about a year, you start to like spiral and kind of lose it. Yeah. Um, you're a little ahead of it, though, because you started doing other things. And I was like, I have to have something that like I'm completely in control of because I am freaking out over the amount of control I do not have. Oh, yeah. so I started the podcast. That was like my Amazing. move. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when you're so much is unreliable in your life, you have to have something that you're like, I'm going to, you know, it could be a garden. It doesn't have to be a podcast. It doesn't right. have, like just something that at the end of the day, you're like, I've done this and like, I can see it. I can see the work. And that's like, something that I got advice about is having a hobby that's tangible. Yeah. And having something where you can see what you did. Like yeah. because auditioning and stuff is like a full-time job, but you can't, yeah, it, yeah. Goes, it goes into the ether. Right. We could never know where that's like, goes. It's like, you know, the deep files of the internet of everyone's spam. That's oh. where our auditions are. Oh, right into spam. Yeah. And I get that. And uh, that's part of the job. Yeah. Um, I actually worked for casting directors. Oh, wow. And I did an internship just because I wanted to know what was sure, happening. Sure, no, totally. And it gave me such a good perspective mm-hmm. on how little control you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember this one thing. They were casting someone who was a balding man. And they came in and read, and I was reading with them. And, you know, we had so many people come in for this one role because it was the lead of this thing. Uh-huh. And one guy comes in, and he just 
blows it out of the water. I'm mm. like, this – I have, like, chills even thinking about it. Like, that's him. That's mm-hmm. Hank, this guy. Like, And so then I turned to my boss who's casting and I was like, is that him? Like, that's the guy. And she's like, well, he's bald. He's not balding. And I was like, that's how much control you have. None. None. You – this guy was the best guy we saw. I still think he was the best guy we saw. But you have no control. Like, you can't control your hair. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm sure on a big project, they can make Scarlett Johansson look like anyone. You could yeah. look like a, she could look like a lizard. Like, yeah. doesn't matter. You don't need a real lizard, okay? You have ScarJo. <laughs> yes. But you, if I don't have the right color eyes for something, I'm not going to be cast. Right. So you have to not take it personally, mm-hmm. which is so hard. So hard. <laughs> It's the worst. And, like, that's why, like, I mean, people wonder why, you know, people in L.A. that are, like, acting and music and influencing whatever sometimes are so horribly insecure. And that's why. Because you could be doing everything right and it's just – it's not working out. I think if you're an actor and you're not, like, insecure or don't have anxiety, who are you? you? Yeah, who are you? You you have to be so invested in this career. Exactly. And investment also comes with anxiety. And insecurity. (laughs) And you're working your ass off. Yeah, and you're working your ass off. Like – uh, that's what I I was just telling someone I was like I feel like I do a million things and nothing yeah me too a million things and nothing because it's one thing to create the content it's a different thing to make money from it like you have to start I mean you have to start somewhere and I'm still at the base of it where I'm not making money like I'm investing into a hole like mm-hmm. me and my co-host of the podcast are like we are in the hole we're in the hole but you do it because you love it and it's a creative project and you need something tangible. Like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I think you have your day job and that's, someone just told me that like your day job is your GoFundMe for mm-hmm. your career. Like yeah. that's what it is. You have to have some sort of finances to support all these creative endeavors you have. But yeah, it's hard. And I, I wish people really understood that. Like, I, I, I don't know if you have this, but when you go home for holidays. Oh yeah. And you have no idea what to tell people. It is the absolute worst. I still get mm-hmm. going home anxiety. I've learned to really wordsmith it. Okay, good for you. Yeah, I've really learned to wordsmith turn, it. But good, yeah, turn around on them. Yeah, well, like, I, what are you doing? You know, I always, you know, bring up like the amount of time I've been like some like at my acting studio, or you know, how many episodes of the podcast there are, or you yeah. know, like, or you know, how like I report in numbers. Like I'm like I did That's x great. amount of short films. Do I mention that I wrote them or produced them? No, no. But I did that, you know, whatever. Right. So, you know, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's this like people hear you're an actor and they're mm-hmm. like, well, why don't I see you on TV? It's yeah. like people saying, oh, what have I seen you in? And you're like, oh. Like, do you remember the Airheads commercial from two years ago? And they're like, no. No. It's like, yeah. Well, the only people you're going to know are like if, if you, the leads. The leads. It's you like, don't even remember the guy who says, do you want mustard with that? No. And that's no. where you have to start. Yeah. You have to start with mustard, man. Exactly. That's. We have to start with Mustard Man. Yeah. Well, Isabel, you are lovely. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Tell us all about where we can find you, your podcast, everything. Okay. Uh, Well, I just first want to say thank you for having me. Oh my God, of course. We're so similar. I I know. I was like, whoa. It's really good to talk to someone who's in the same boat. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's such a struggle. Like this. I know the boat. The draft. I mean, I'm going to use that forever. Use it forever. Take the varsity complex too. Those are the two I'm really trying to start. Yeah. (laughs) 
Hashtag it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram. It's Isabel, I-S-A-B-E-L underscore Klein. Love that. K-L-E-I-N. That's probably too fast, um, but you can find it. And then it. Um, Day to Week, the podcast is my podcast. And what's the podcast about? It's about dating. Um, <laughs> crazy. Wild. Uh, wild. We ask comedians about their best dates and their worst dates. Oh. We have comedians in LA and some actors and creatives, but mostly stand-up comedians. So oh they're God. funny and wild and insane because mm-hmm. comedians have no filter. Love that. So they're, they're you like ride the high of their best day and like ride the low of their worst day. It's ridiculous, but it's super fun. Love that. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank again. you. I had oh so much gosh. fun. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. And a big thank you for Isabel for coming on the show and just being so open. And she just went for it. And I literally loved it. We had the same energy and same vibe, and it was so fun. So, guys, if you aren't already, please subscribe to the show and leave a review and rate the podcast. It really, really helps. And thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 